the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so... Another intimidation tactic by the corrupt mafia Democrats. That's what you're experiencing. See, this is the game of all corrupt mafias, to intimidate you, to give you that innuendo that if you ask questions, if you buck the system, you will pay consequences. This is something I always hated about the IRS, right? I mean, that's why everybody walks around and, oh, I hope the IRS doesn't audit me. It's my freaking money, gangsters. How in the hell do you get to take whatever you want out of it? How in the hell are you able to extort me? And in the meantime, numerous sloths around my old neighborhood getting something for nothing because they exist. It was at that point I realized the game. The game is to keep the focus off of the true corrupt mafia. It wasn't Vito and Tony talking about the line on Monday Night Football. It was those fat-ass, do-nothing political whores cruising around in the car looking for somewhere to hide. It's the same story today as it was in 1976. Same exact scam. The only difference is the numbers are bigger. And one of the other constants is these old whores never quite go away until they're dead. We're stuck with these old morons through their ailments, through their problems, through their divorces, their crack-smoking kids. We're just strapped with them like barnacles on the ass of society. And that is what's known as our government. And I've got clip after clip of this perfect example of a political whore and why the government should have no power, let alone the power to take your money. Trump and Is Trump an insurrectionist? You can't hear because there's wind. And he's so old and decrepit, he can't speak with any authority. So he does that old man, old lady, yelling at Panera, my soup is cold. In the meantime, what he was trying to say is you saw it with your own eyes. What I saw on January 6th was a protest of the most obvious election theft of you. Because you did not get 81 million people to vote for you. And you've been able to prevent a thorough audit because your Democrat hellhole sewers were all in on the fix. You shut down the count. You came up with very small percentages of the vote left to be counted. Yet you had an overwhelming victory in that small 5%, 3%, 10%. Because your ballot harvesting, you stole the election. Yeah, you did. Just like you did in 1972. And you know what was funny? I was digging into these bust-out, low-life Jerry Springer family, the Bidens. You know, his father was a, was a well-known bust-out, degenerate gambler, drunk, which is why they say he doesn't drink. And he lost the family fortune, and he meandered around at car dealers until Joe Biden 
won the Senate. And then his smarmy, low-life, bust-out father went to work for the very union that was at the embroiled in the scandal. You may remember it. There was a movie written about the then president of the Teamsters. It was called Kill the Irishman. That's the union. And in fact, it's funny that 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 wing of the union was in Delaware. The, the, the Kill the Irishman was in Cleveland. But it's that Teamster Mafia union. And it's funny, there's been numerous books about Joe Biden's friendliness to organized labor mafias called unions in this country. And it's another reason why we just nixed a trade agreement with merry old England that we've been working on for a decade in a bipartisan way. And Joe Biden nixed it because it doesn't pay off to the mafia. So that's the hand-in-glove corruption that keeps this feeble fascist in office because those labor extortion mafias can get their beneficiaries of political crime to do pretty much anything and elect a pickle, Karen Lewis, Joe Biden, or the idiot uh, uh, Marvin the Martian in Chicago, Big Lori Lightfoot, Brandon Johnson. They'll vote for anybody because they understand what Bidenomics really is. We're doing it by building an economy from the middle out and the bottom up, not the top down. See, because in 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 an economy based on principles where the people who have possession over their money get to make decisions which how they spend their money, these labor mafias can't get jobs. They only thrive in these half-assed gangster towns like Chicago and New York and New Jersey and the rest of the country where property values are even higher than these and the property taxes are lower. It's because they're not strapped with the cost of corruption that these Democrat sewers have. So the Democrat sewers have a scam that they have to protect. They got the people who occupy their areas so browbeat, so used to corruption, that they simply want in on it. So people will vote 100 years in Chicago, even though they've destroyed the quality of life, the property values, the tranquility, and everything else. doesn't matter. Now they know if you're in the scam, you make more than if you do fighting it. So you got Colorado, new to the Democrat mafia, but still a stronghold because of the dope. They like selling the dope now. And they're going to decide, we can't risk this. Let's get them off the ballot. Well, all the other Democrat mafias will follow. And as of today, California leaders are considering the same thing as Colorado to remove former President Trump from the state's primary ballot. Lieutenant Governor Eleni Kunalakis sent the Secretary of State a letter urging her to look into the former president's removal. In her letter, Kunalakis says she was prompted by yesterday's ruling from the Colorado Supreme Court. The court ruled Mr. Trump is ineligible to appear on the ballot based on his role, as we mentioned, in the insurrection at the Capitol on January 6th in 2021. The letter goes on to say, quote, the Colorado decision can be be the basis for a similar decision here in our state. The Const- What the Colorado decision is, is an example of how corrupt these Democrat areas are. It's that simple. They are third world hellholes. And by the way, if you're worried about the IRS investigating James Biden, they never have, which is why his net worth is estimated at $60 million. That, that's just the one bust out brother of Joe Biden, let alone the sister, and the wife and the, the sons. This is the kind of corruption Democrats thrive in. So they're not interested in disrupting that because the people who occupy these positions in the bureaucracy of the government, they're Democrats, too, which is how they're going to misuse their power like Colorado did, like California did, like New York always does. Everywhere there's a Democrat regime is where you don't want to live. And by the way, they keep telling you how they're helping you. It's wonderful. But what I like is every once in a while they uh, give you an indication of just how they think of you, the constituents. Across the country, wages for workers are up. Black wealth is a record, up record 60% since the pandemic. Now, now see, you're going to have to, you, the dementia is eating his brain, so 
He's missing words. And up 60% since the pandemic. Among who? And why is it specific that you talk about blacks in this particular case? And the reason is because people of all races are starting to realize this Democrat mafia is in for themselves. They only chant the idea that they're going to help people. They help themselves. That's why they wear $6,000 suits and can't pay their water bill, whether they're men or women. So many of you, look, and by the way, we're just, I mean this is from the bottom of my heart, we're just getting started. Just getting started. So you hang in there. And by the way, that's an innuendo to blacks, because if you ain't, if you ain't voting for Joe Biden, you ain't black. Isn't that how the system goes? Yeah, I think so. You, you know, to let somebody talk to you like this, you are a willful, ignorant slave. Not a whole lot trickled down on my dad's kitchen table with the top-down economy. Huh? From- huh? Your father was a bust What? Gambled and drank the family money away. Spent the rest of his life in mediocrity. In the meantime, he wasn't flush until you were elected senator to prove what a gangster government we have. When you increase the middle class, the poor have a shot and the wealthy still do very well. The middle class does well. No, 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 no. Only the wealthy that go along with it. Only the wealthy that go along with your repeated lies and your constant nonsense. I come from a state that has the eighth largest black population in the country. And uh, as Delaware. Oh, yeah, I remember those Delaware minorities. You don't want to look out for those guys. Those are some bad hombres. Right. Was it a corn pop that used to slap the taste out of his mouth? They say the saying goes where I come. You bring me to the dance early on. That's almost a sentence, but it doesn't matter. Because those mafia members don't need full sentences. You don't need anything. Because if you did, maybe you'd question the fact that for 75 years, not one policy the Democrats ever passed worked to the way it was sold, let alone the obvious failings of their policies. And you wonder, how did you get to this point? And I think the way that you got to this point is you kept putting up really stupid people. You know, every election cycle, we talk about this is the most election of our lifetime. The most election of our lifetime. Did she, did I, did she miss a word? Hey, honey, you forgot a word, like your underwear in Willie oh. Brown's, in the backseat of Willie Brown's Riviera. You forgot important, dummy. Man, oh man, you are an inspiration office tramps everywhere, though. You know, every election cycle, we talk about this is the most election of our lifetime. <laughs> Lawrence, this one is. Huh? This one is. We are literally talking about. And this is a new thing. I, I, I have this. I hear this among a lot of young kids. They constantly misuse the word literally. Do you literally know what literally means? By the way, where are your underwear? People who are attempting to divide our country in the most crude, frankly, and profound way. You mean like preventing people from getting on the ballot like you were Karakastan, like you were Venezuela? Like you were some other corrupt third hellhole? Or you mean like a Democrat area? Like the one where Willie Brown cultivated you just the way he wanted you? We are talking about those who are intent and purposeful to, to attack fundamental freedoms, be it the freedom to make a decision about your own body. The free- you mean like the vaccine? You mean like that stupid incompetent vaccine that has caused mayhem where a bunch of people are walking around like Fetterman. You mean that one with the Jimmy leg? And that's if you're above ground. There's a lot of people under dirt now, except for all of you Democrats, which leans me to believe you didn't take it, did you? Did you? 
freedom to love who you love openly and with pride. The freedom to be free from fear of violence and hate. The freedom to just... You mean you're not going to let people go to Chicago or New York or California where there's violence and hate and murder and mayhem and rape like it was Gaza? You mean like that? I have been fortunate and blessed during the course of being vice president have many situations where it becomes clear to me that there are, you know, people of every age and and gender, by the way. Is there is there a point in here somewhere? This this is like 30 seconds, Squirrel. This is fascinating. Democrats. I, I prefer when you vote for Fetterman. I truly do. I like the stammer and the stut and the occasional spit out of his mouth. Who sees something about being the first that lets them know they don't need to be um, limited by other people's limited um, understanding of who can do what. <laughs> Just stream words together. Claim you're a Democrat and you're building something from the middle out to the bottom up. And you can pretty much get elected anywhere as a Democrat. Across the country, wages for workers are up. Black wealth is a record, up record 60% since the pandemic. He makes just as much sense, minus the cleavage. In the meantime, how did he really get there? I went to the Supreme Court to eliminate student debt out there. And guess what? (laughs) Supreme Court ruled against, but I still got 136 million people debt relieved like an insurrection the supreme court said you couldn't do it and you still claim you did it for 130 million people even though you're completely full of dung you're bragging about breaking the law that's how i know you're a democrat and the people who want in on it they're democrats too that's why i'm tired of pretending here you don't have to put trump on the ballot you don't have to do that you states that want this mafia ruling you just pick it and let's get the hell away from each other because you ruin everything for the decent people anyway. Just take a look at your news in about 40 minutes. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. The open and notorious bribery of the Biden crime family from the... The, the Morphodite brother worth sixty million. The sister, the I mean, it's just it's just over. I don't know how you walk around and pretend it's normal. These are not just high crimes and misdemeanor of which Joe Biden is guilty of because of his policies. You see, his policies are a violation of his office. But a liar can never really swear to uphold anything. He's a liar. Every time Joe Biden stands up, he's a liar. He lays down. He's a liar. And who does who who is the recipient of having this liar? Well, his Chinese overlord communist paymasters, the Ukrainian oligarchs, and everybody else who cut this dimwitted check. We've got another nightmare scenario potentially, Katie Lines, for this administration. NBC reporting this morning, just a bombshell story. The Chinese President Xi Jinping bluntly told President Joe Biden during their recent summit in San Francisco that Beijing will reunify Taiwan with mainland China. This according to three current and former U.S. officials. Now, none of that's on the news. Oh, no, no, no. Just the fact that Trump's going to be off the ballot because the propaganda wing, Pravda, pretending to be media, they're in on this scam as well. You see, they like the the angst and the and the nonsense money because they get a lot of it in advertising. And then they all share this philosophy that has failed and lied to everybody. Europeans, South Americans, anywhere it's ever been tried of government supremacy. But they get to feel important because they hate a system 
where somebody can come to this country and through the, 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 the character of the individual become very wealthy. They hate that because if the dirty little secret is most of these Democrats, they're bust outs. They're failures. They can't succeed on their own. And that's why they like this pseudo intellectual tyranny that they're comfortable with. Otherwise, they would have pr- pointed out decades ago, not one policy of the Democrat Party, not one has ever worked. Not even come close. All it's ever done is lead to bankruptcy and destruction of freedom of the citizens that unfortunately live near it. Which is why, in my opinion, it's time to separate. Uh, Glenn in Oakbrook. Yeah, hey, Sean. I was watching Fox News, the Martha McCallan show, and they were talking about these uh, these people uh, shooting drones at the ships, our ships. And our Pentagon wants to go after them and take them out. And they were told by the Biden administration to stand down. What the heck is that? What kind of traitor is this guy? He's the only kind you can have. He's a traitor to our nation. He's put there to weaken us and strengthen the enemies. Why else would the Chinese Communist Party give literally hundreds of millions of dollars in commission to these idiots that were part of this group, uh, Rosemont Seneca? I mean, you're talking about they came out of nowhere. They gave them a billion five to manage money. Because you know the brokerage that's made on a billion five. They don't even do anything. They each make a hundred million a year. They've been bribing Joe Biden since he was a senator. He's bribed to enrich China and weaken America. He is an enemy of this nation. And that's why they don't want you to focus on how he stole the election, Glenn. He had a lot of help in stealing that election. It wasn't just the average fat-ass Democrats that want a ghost job and a pension so they could feel useful, knowing every, every minute of their existence they're anything but. This is the position we're in. And now how do you keep it? And you know, this is why I blame Trump. I do. He spent 80% of his life bribing these Democrats. From Chuck Schumer to Rahm Emanuel to Ed Burke. By the way, has Ed Burke found innocent yet? Because he's skipping out of that. I wonder if he's got reservations this weekend. Because the people who make up these ghettos, they love that mafia. They truly do. Sometimes that means you got to make some difficult decisions. He'll never make a decision that's that's uh, going to be damaging to our national security interests. But- never make a decision that's going to be damaging to our national security interests. You know, we glaze over Democrat failures because subconsciously, you know they're going to fail. It's all they've ever done. But one thing that still never gets mentioned in the in the proper light that it should is the enriching of the terrorists around the world greater than Iran when we, and I don't mean we, I mean, Joe Biden Democrats gave the terrorists an entire country. The people that were murdered and slaughtered that depended on us. That's just slippage because everybody knows when a Democrat's in office, there's going to be murder and mayhem. But you gave the Taliban a country and all of our weapons. You even gave them aircrafts. The only good news is these seventh century inbred savages can't figure out how to fly them. Allahu Akbar! Allahu Akbar! This is when it gets spicy, squirrel! Oh boy, it's sideways! Not gonna make it! And at least 300 goats, some pregnant, all died. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how are you tonight? Wonderful, how are you? Good. Listen, Sean, um, they keep doing everything they can at uh, at Trump, and he just keeps getting stronger and stronger. 
So now the last, the last ditch uh, effort is to uh, kick them off the ballot. That's the only way they think they can beat them now. Rich, I think the, uh, they underestimated the, the character of men and women from all ages in this country who were steeped in American pride. Maybe they weren't as vociferous as I am. But they're just as motivated because there's a funny thing about Americans. It's different than I think anywhere else in the country. We don't really get intimidated. We get inspired. See, I'm not afraid to make an argument against some bureaucrat fat-ass bum about why he's not entitled to 50% of my money because he works for the government. He's just a fat-ass trying to take my money. You may call him the IRS. I really don't give a rip. So I never adopted that mind of a slave. And when fascist, corrupt, Democrat slobs, whether they're failed lawyers pretending to be judges or they're fat-ass street workers or they're half-ass gangster union government guys, I don't care because I remember who made this country. Is the men and women that understood the principles of what Americanism is and why you fight for righteousness and freedom and the idea that anybody with a job thinks they could take away that. By simply misusing power they don't really have. Doesn't mean anything to me. Because I remember the people that lived and died and fought for me to be this free. He enlisted in the Marine Corps shortly after his 18th birthday against the wishes of his father, who had fought in World War I. He would participate in a staggering 21 amphibious assaults in the Pacific Theater of World War II as a scout sniper with the 4th Marine Division. His name was Lee Marvin, and the world would come to know him for playing hard-boiled, tough-guy characters in dozens of movies and television programs. On June 18, 1944, while taking part in the assault on Mount Tapachau during the brutal Battle of Saipan, Marvin was hit twice by Japanese machine gun fire, severing his sciatic nerve. His entire platoon was wiped out that day, except for one other Marine, a buddy who saved Marvin's life. He would spend the next 13 months in a naval hospital learning to walk again. He didn't do that, so fat-ass Democrat judges could break the rules of our nation by implementing their form of fascism because they didn't want to work for their money. That's not why he did that. That's not why a million others fought and died for the principles of righteousness and justice. It's not meant to be a spear of the corrupt, even in Cook County, let alone across this nation. question is, are you going to tolerate it? There's another thing you can do. Just separate. I mean, after all, you guys are so successful with all of your policies and schemes. Why don't you let it, my people go? 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Squirrel, where's Rana Romney? Is it Rana or Rona? Ah, who gives a rip? Where's Mitt Romney's niece? What'd she say? She's the leader of the GOP. What'd she have to say about it? Anything? Eric and Marengo. Hey, Sean, I got a dumb question. I don't really know how politics work here, but how can Colorado take Trump <laughs> off, the t- uh, off the ballot when the Republican Party hasn't even made the selection for the nominee yet? Because what they're saying is it doesn't matter what the Republicans do. He will not be allowed to run for president in Colorado. It's a it's a third world determination of it doesn't matter what the people want. It's the most anti-democratic thing this country's ever done, but it's exactly what happens in these Democrat sewer ghettos. They deserve it. 
They deserve it. So basically, whoever the whoever the Republican Party picks, they're like, nah, not that guy. Think well, this real. is you know what's nice about this, Eric. This is revealing to all of the people that the only people who have ever been allowed to present themselves as a presidential nominee have been approved by all of the corrupt new uh, little organizations in our in our country. They've been approved. So okay, you're not going to be too hard on us. Which kind of lets you know how you could take a country built on the lack of government supremacy and turn it into a government supremacist central controlled go- uh, country like we're living in now. It kind of it's it's oh, yeah. a very enlightening. It's another reason why you, you you'll never have somebody who wasn't elected to an office run and win for president again. Never again. It'll never happen. You know, it didn't happen for, since the first one. They've always come up through the through the ranks and they've learned how the scam goes and learn how to protect the kickbacks and the schemes and the money laundering. So Trump is the only one who was on the other side of the fence. After all, he just used to bribe the dirty crook politicians. Thank you very much, Eric. I appreciate it. Stan in Ingleside. Hey, Sean. Yes. Couple things. Uh, Lake County here, Illinois, used to be a basher. We need to get out the vote. And half our Republican people, you don't even know who the hell they are. Two, it was not a, a peaceful demonstration. I cried when it happened. Who, whose absolute responsibility was it to secure and protect our White House, the Capitol? It was ridiculous. Well, it was terrible. If it wasn't, if it wasn't an insurrection, what the hell was it? Because it was first of all, if it was peaceful. Well, really, where's the weapon? You know, an insurrection is is a funny word, insurrection. Number one, it would mean that Trump was insurrecting against himself. He was the sitting president. So right there, it's wrong. You can't you can't have a revolution against yourself. So the word is for Democrat morons and it's used to invoke an emotion. And you're never going to have an insurrection without a gun. You see, if I go to overthrow the government, I'm going heavy. I go heavy to the gas station. So if I'm there to throw overthrow the government, there will be mayhem other than a veteran, a woman, 110 pounds being assassinated at point blank range by a cowardly guard who never worked a day in his life. You follow me? So don't buy the tagline. See, the problem with with following the base premise of a liar is you're in a fairy tale. There was never an insurrection. Trump was the president. There was a protest about an election that was more than questionable, that we now have the benefit of history, that we now have people who filled out improperly ballots and admit they committed voter fraud. 20%. It's a pretty big story that's not being picked up by anybody. Not to mention we all forgot about the four-hour shutdown and all the questions we had, and none of them got answered. One thing you did learn, though, in these Democrat hell holes, like Arizona and these Democrat sewer counties, they burn the val- the ballots within 30 days. Now, why in the world would you burn the evidence unless it was a crime? All of this is by the wayside because of one word, insurrection. And as far as Stan, I, I, I understand you're in Lake County. I've been to Monday night football parties in Melrose Park in 1985 that had far more violence than you at the Capitol. And you were crying at that? You could have never made it. In my neighborhood. George in Naperville. Yeah, Sean, do you think by what they did in Colorado is saying to the public, we know what's best for the country, that's why we're taking your right to vote for him away? Come on, you've been around these rat bastard Democrats all your life. That's how they think of their people. And that's how the corrupt Republicans do. Never forget how the corrupt Republicans really think of you. 
I'm sorry to say it. The 700,000 people you represent, their opinions are absolutely irrelevant. Absolutely irrelevant. That's an Illinois Republican. You know, this is something, this is half the reason I have the show. In the beginning, I didn't want to go into, I didn't. I had no aspirations of doing this. I was making a little bit of money. And when you, when you start to make a little bit of money, you answer your dreams, you, you realize when you get your tax bill, are you out of your freaking mind? I got to give these scumbags who did nothing, never worried about one damn day in my life. I got to give them 50%. So you start to get involved. You pay, I mean, you pay attention. You want to put up the fight. We'll save Illinois. And I went to an Illinois Republican Party. And to watch it, these low-life scumbags, just like Pat Brady, just like the Durkins, who all have their brothers as lobbyists and the rest of it. And you're supposed to be the guys who are fighting the corruption? And what they really think of you, it's what Adam Kinzinger said. That's why he's right at home as an Illinois Republican. Believe me, they're not the answer either. This is the silver lining of what you're experiencing. Because any Republican who isn't outraged by this is a traitor himself. Jeff, Illinois. Hey, Sean. This is hilarious. This is what happens <laughs> when you smoke too much weed. Yeah. Look at these judges. Are, are, are they all smoking bongs over there sitting around? Do you know, Jeff? Do they not follow the Constitution? Did you ever go to this Colorado? Constitutional. Yeah, I've been there. I've been to Boulder. Yeah, yeah they're all stoned out there, Sean. So I got to tell you, it's a sad thing because I went twice. It's a sad thing because it's a beautiful, beautiful place. And it used to be Republican. It wasn't until the weed that you're talking about that it became a kind of a, a real Democrat stronghold. And it's because they like the scam. They want the stores. They want to sell the dope. They make money. And did you know, Jeff, you could walk around and smoke a joint. And, and in fact, if you're on the courthouse grass, you could do any kind of drugs you want. You could be Hunter Biden. But you can't walk off you the grass. Be did you know that? What is wrong with it? Oh, oh my god, I did not know that, brother. It's it's oh hysterical. So if you're on the courthouse steps, in, you're 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 on this. They got the the big courthouse. I was in. This is in Boulder, and you're on the the grass. You could smoke dope. You could smoke crack. You could shoot heroin. You could do it all. But if you walk off that grass and you light a cigar, you're gonna get a ticket. I'm telling you. It's fascinating, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. This th- is ridiculous. Yeah, it's like Cook County. Two sitting Cook County judges on a table of wisdom LLC. An LLC, limited liability company, set up by Ed Burke specifically to buy property that people lose through onerous tax auctions that he has an inside track on. And these are judges. You've been robbing people for decades, you slimy bastards. Democrats, 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. <laughs> I was gonna get up and find You know, Squirrel in Russia, Soviet Union, you couldn't get bread. They had, not, they had nothing. You know, the only thing you could ever get as a citizen in Russia? Vodka. A high, drunk, stupefied nation. They'll accept virtually anything. That's really why these Democrat sewers promote stupidity in their school system. The core problem here is the denial of due process. Uh, To deprive somebody of the right to hold public office requires due process. It requires an adjudication of two core issues. Oh, no, it doesn't, Bill Barr. You helped in this, fatso. And what about those those guys who were protesting the most obvious election theft in this country's history who still haven't been in court? 
They're called insurrectionists without weapons. I got more weapons on me now than they had when they got arrested. Weapons, insurrection, my ass. Half of them never been in a fight in their life. Tony in Downers Grove. John, you'll like this, I think. It's a traffic court story, but you'll like it. So I'm in traffic court yesterday in Maybrook, right? right? And so there's 14 people in the courtroom, probably six or seven Hispanics. The judge comes in. They swear everybody in. And she says, does anybody need a Spanish interpreter? <laughs> Nobody says anything. They call the first witness up, Juan, the Glacier, whatever. He goes up to the, he goes up. She starts reading them the violations. He says, no, I'm English. I can't make this up. She asked, she asked them in, in English if they need an interpreter. Nobody says anything. So another guy comes in. Wait, so another guy comes up. Now he's got the interpreter. So she's reading the, the charges. Uh, driving with no license. Uh, speeding and then left the scene of a whatever. And she asked the interpreter, how long has he been in the country? She says, two months. And the judge says, two months? Well, how are you gonna, how's he driving without a license? I thought they couldn't have a license for a year. So she looks at the, the lawyer that they have in there, for, you know, the, the yeah. standard lawyer. She goes, is that your understanding, that they can't have a, <laughs> a license for a year? I think so. I'm watching this. Meantime, She's trying to get a Zoom call together, right? All right. And they're telling her, texting her, saying she, they can't hear her. So she's talking to them, saying, well, you can't hear me. I have my my microphones on. You can't hear me. So we need to get this call. And so it's awesome. Writing and flashing it to them. And I'm watching this, and I, I can't believe this. Now, you know what she told the person that didn't have a license? What? Come back in a year and show us your license. <gasps> I'm thinking, okay, this guy doesn't have a license. He's been in the country two months. He speaks no English. He's probably illegal. And all she and he didn't he nothing nothing. Oh my god. That's fine. You'll be on probation. Come back. I'm thinking to myself, what? Huh? You know, Tony, the the government has one job and one job only in this country. That's to enforce oh. the laws. To enforce the laws. Hey, 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 just so you know, you know where I got the ticket? In what? North Lake. You know where that is? Yeah. Right next to East Do I know where that is? I've been arrested there three times. Yeah. <laughs> kidding me? In fact, it's funny. I, when you're talking about Maybrook, I used to, we, in Melrose Park, there was an old man there. His name was Smokey. And he went to school with, like, my grandfather. He was a 1,000 years old. And whenever I get in trouble, we go, oh, yeah, Smokey, get you up. And go, again, kid? Again, you're in trouble again? So I had the same judge two months in a row. One, I was the the uh, I was charged with beating the guy up. In the other one, I got beat up by three guys. So the guy goes, "What happens?" I said, "I can only win if it's one on one." When it was three, I got my ass kicked. The guy started. La- the judge started laughing. This is back in the eighties, and it was because of Smokey. We'd always get bumped up to the front of the class if you were from Melrose Park. Anyway, those I were understand. the days. Those were the days. Thank you. Tom. I understand. Thank you. Have a good holiday. You too. Yeah, I got beat up one time, squirrel. On Chicago Avenue and first, man, did I catch an ass kicking. I didn't know there were two guys in the back seat, though. That was my fault. Craig, I'm on Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. What's going on? Hey, we was talking about this insurrection stuff and all that kind of thing. Like, here's what happened. You know, rather than the uh, Pelosi and the brown shirt, and the brown shirt uh, uh, Capitol Police and I mean, doing anything to take and prevent it, do anything, they didn't set up any fences. They let the people in. They didn't t- take the National Guard. They didn't do anything. What they did is they set up a, 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 a trap. 
all they did is any patriots that would come and question the election, they were setting up a trap so they could get them. Any question the election, and that's exactly what we're supposed to. Americans are supposed to take and have the right to question the election and do it. Well, but they set up a trap to take and. Three years later, you're just getting the tapes, and there's a simple question that's been asked, and it's never been answered. How many government assets, employees directly or indirectly for the government, were there dressed as Trump supporters prior to the breach. Game over. Game over. And you didn't fool anybody with your phony charges or ray-ups. We know what you did. You've normally practiced that in other countries. Now you did it in my country. And we're strapped with this dimwit in diapers because you like having the plausible deniability of absolute corruption. We'll be back after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody... My next guest you've seen on Fox News, Newsmax, C-SPAN, been on numerous radio and podcasts nationwide. He's the author of four books. Most recent is The Deep State, 15 Surprising Dangers You Should Know. He's a renowned speaker, political commentator. He's been successful in business, and he wants to fix the problem with our corrupted voter system. He is Craig Huey. Craig, thank you for joining me. How are you? Great, Sean. How are you? Aggravated, Craig, because here we are, victims of what I am absolutely and totally convinced of election fraud called the Biden administration. Somebody who has been corrupted for five decades. Unfortunately, I'm surrounded by morons as we are in Chicago. A lot of Democrats, they'll step and fetch (laughs) and vote for a pickle if they're told they're going to get money for it. Uh, But the reality is I didn't think this would sell nationwide yet. Here we are three and a half years later, and I don't see anything that's changed in the most obvious election theft this country's ever experienced in its founding what can be done now uh, well there is a lot that can be done election integrity has to be brought back and brought back in time for this upcoming election again okay, yeah you and i know we can't as a nation live with four more years of what we've had our individual rights our freedom uh yeah, the, the coercive power of government has grown and will continue to grow unless we stop it. So what, what's, what can be done? Uh, well, first of all, let's take a look at what has been done. Seven states have insisted on voter ID. Yeah. They've already instituted that. Uh, states are starting to ban uh, the corrupt, it's not illegal, but the corrupt uh, system of ballot harvesting and drop boxes. These are things that have to be stopped. And when you're in a blue state like you are, well, it's going to be impossible to stop it unless there's a federal uh, effort to be able to do so or a judicial effort to do so. And so those are in play right now. But, uh, but we, we, we basically, as, as everybody has been uh, just so stunned by the shocking action of Colorado, 
This is just one example of a mentality that we're up against. Uh, the the, the pro socialist uh, Democrats are at war on election integrity. They want to do whatever they can to be able to have advantages for themselves, including stopping, uh, you know, Donald Trump. So, so that that leads me to a question, because here yeah. I want I want to be very frank with you. I moved right. because I'm I'm sick and tired of tolerating these half-assed wannabe gangsters. Okay, yeah. so I moved and I went to a state. Florida right. that strengthens the individuality and the principles of America and the world of difference. Yeah. And the reason that I have this show is I want to tell everybody that they deserve to live like that. They deserve That's to right. live like Americans, even though they've been stupefied, even though they've yeah. been dumbed down and political yeah. corruption has been normalized. It's not the way America is supposed to be. You're the right. problem we have is that we're playing patty cake with people who will stick a key in your eye and that doesn't work out. Okay, because I know both sides of the fence. And when you're willing to lie, cheat, and steal, every minute you're awake, you have an upper hand on people who want to play nice. So what I want to do now is admit that these states have got it beaten. They've got the corruption scams down. What I want to do now is secede. What do you think of that? Well, I think we can uh, uh, be able to accomplish what you're talking about if we get... uh, 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 the judicial system on our side with the Supreme Court. We'll see what happens with this upcoming court case. But, you know, the, we're really facing uh, the state issues that, you, like in Illinois, and I'm a California refugee. Uh, I fled California, uh, and I live in the free state of Tennessee. And, uh, and, and you know, the, there's the state issue. Then there's the whole issue of Biden's executive orders, the Department of Justice and the FBI, the special counsel. So you've got the federal government, but you also now see the judicial activists. Oh, the ones who, Yeah, the ones who basically are showing that they're ideologically driven, not fairness, not what is right, ideologically driven. And I'm, I tell you, Sean, my prediction is that you're going to see such an awakening of voters who are outraged uh, against judges in, in these blue states as well as the red states, you're going to see an election coming up where these judicial activists are thrown out because we're, all of a sudden now people are becoming aware. These judges are dangerous to our freedom. They're dangerous to America. Yeah. They're Democrats. That's how we kind of sum it up on the show. You know, it's funny. The, the perfect vehicle to expose just how corrupt this, these, these Democrat strongholds are is Donald Trump. My problem yes. is this. I didn't support Donald Trump in 2016 because right. Donald Trump had given $50,000 to a nine-fingered, short-in-the-pants gangster who was the mayor of Chicago at the time by the name of Rahm Emanuel. Donald Trump mm. had hired a now-indicted you have to see this cartoon character, gangster, from Chicago, who's an alderman with the pinstripe suit and the big gold Rolex. His name is Ed Burke. Don't worry, he'll walk because the people of Chicago like their corruption. My point is he had enriched Democrats and was a Democrat for eight, 80% of his time, 80% of his life. It wasn't until he decided, okay, I'm going to try and fix something and I think I can do it because so many Democrats admire me. You see, I remember 
when he gave an election office to the most corrupt reverend from the Church of Perpetual Tax Evasion named uh, Jesse Jackson. He gave him his office when he was running for president in 1984. He supported Democrats all of his life. But it was it was through the manipulation of fear mongering and lying that Democrats were able to turn a large percent of the population against Donald Trump. Ironically, I think that maybe when they realize he's being persecuted politically, he may get some people that support him back. But if you're stealing 20 percent of the vote that we now know through the Rasmussen uh, Heartland poll, Mm -hmm. 20% of these people said, yeah, I filled it out for somebody else. They're admitting that they stole the fracking thing, right? You had all these scandals that were never audited. If you don't change those very specific areas, which still to this day are controlled by the the short-in-the-pants Democrat mafia, every single one of them, then what's to think that the the outcome will be different? And and it, it will not be different because here's the thing. The Democrats whose God is the government and politics is their religion. They're fighting hard. They believe they're on a moral crusade to stop Trump or, or any of the Republican candidates running DeSantis. They, they, they'd be just as, uh, as vicious. And what we have is a situation where uh, Trump is their representative of who to battle against to stir up their volunteers and, and their marketing machine. And they have a marketing machine that's 10 to 15 years ahead of the Republicans in most states. And, and, and that is a big problem. And so um, that's where I go back, that there are a number of lawsuits working their way through the system now, that if they find their way to the Supreme Court, and one of the, the, the issues that, you know, is, is this Colorado case, that's going to go yeah. immediately court and I've, I'm uh, of the belief that there's going to be a victory on that court case and I think there can be victory in these other court cases because all of a sudden the Supreme Court has to take a look at the fairness of the elections the integrity of the elections and uh, hopefully they're not going to turn their back on it see to rely on the rule of law when lawyers lawyers make up our government right they've navigated yeah. a legal pathway to bribery through lobbying, through super PACs. They've, they've orchestrated yes. a schematic of legal corruption. They've legalized corruption. They're not going to offset this. And we're now still pretending. We're, I'm having this discussion with morons. How does a guy have an insurrection when he is the government? Was he, was he, yeah. was he casting a revolution against himself? So we've been playing this word game of frauds, right? Insurrection. Yeah. I've been to parties where there's more weapons. In fact, there was not even a gun. There was not even a gun found on one of these guys. But he was the sitting president. He's never been convicted of it. How in the world can an entire state, an entire state say he can't be on the ballot? You're basically flexing the fact you're a third world fascistic corrupt hellhole. That's how Colorado, Chicago, California, they like it like that. So I, I still want to go back to, can we just vote to secede? Because their policies are bankrupt anyway. We'll buy them back in 10 years at 30 cents on the dollar. What do you say? I would wish that could happen. I'm skeptical that that could even be uh, 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 realized in any amount of time. But I can, do, I can tell you this, that your listeners have an opportunity to either be angry or to do something about it. And part of what's doing about it 
is volunteering and helping make sure this is an honest election by being poll watchers, helping good candidates that stand for liberty, that stand against this government uh, 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 oppression, uh, to be able to say, enough is enough, I'm going to do something, whether I'm going to go door to door, be on the phone, do texting, do social media, I'm going to volunteer to do something, because otherwise, if I sit this out, I'm going to be part of the problem of losing America. You know what I've thought about doing, because it's, there's no way to really audit the election, right? It's almost the perfect scam. Right. I mean, after all, you yeah. just you lie for one night and you're in control of the world economy for four years, right? It's yeah. the perfect scam. Right. What we need is a venue, and I've, I've discussed this with other people, to put my name down, my county where I live, and who I yeah. vote for. So at least mm-hmm. the honest people can have a way of saying, look, I was not stupid enough to vote for this dimwit in diapers. I voted the other way around. Because the one thing we have to remember is 50% of this country doesn't vote. Even with all the turnout, 50% of eligible voters don't vote. So right. if we could somehow get away where we can audit the system, because here's the thing, when, you're, when you grow up with these scumbag mafia guys, they burn the evidence. So all of these states that are run by Democrats... After two weeks, 30 days, they burned the ballots. So we already have an election that was never audited. And all they did right. is is have this government psyop scam where they dressed up a couple of uh, FBI guys and assets of the government to pretend to be Trump supporters and break windows, and here I am. So this could happen again. And in the meantime, yeah. we're weaker. We're more bankrupt. Their strength is bigger. I can't afford to let them steal another one. Unless I just go to Venezuela, because I hear you can get a deal on condos there. They're all here. You're 100% right. But then again, I take a look. You moved back to Florida, down to Florida. Yeah. And what, what, what is going on for? An amazing thing happened. Whether you like DeSantis or not, he won Miami area. He won the Democrat areas because the uh, conservative Republicans uh, joined with libertarians and joined with the evangelical Christians to be able to do something pretty amazing down in Florida and trying to take back the state and take yeah. back the government. And that can be multiplied if people get involved and they start doing things the right way and doing them better than what the Democrat marketing machine is doing. You know what else he did? I went to vote there. I voted for the first time uh, a year and a half ago, two years ago there. It's something to see, Craig. When you're, you know, when you're used to voting in the in the ghetto, in the Democrat ghetto. Yes. You get the you get yeah. the wise guys with their leather jacket and their Teamster pin, and they're giving you, hey, here's my guy. Let me give you the guys to vote for. You know, and I I miss arguing with those morons. But when you go to Florida and vote, there's wonderful people. They're coffee and cookies, and the first thing they say to you is, uh, "Can I see your ID?" And that's the only <laughs> yeah. way you're getting in that son of a gun, and it it makes everything just better. And you know. Right. They're never gonna. They're gonna keep that state strong, but they're never gonna be able to beat the scandals and the frauds in Illinois, and Philadelphia. These Democrat sewers—they got the cheating down to a science now. And if we're gonna allow them to shut the countdown for four hours, so they strategically can come up with any number they need in the remaining balance, and there's no audit at that point, I think we build the wall between Georgia and Florida, and all of us move to Florida. What do you say? I say that uh, going to a free state is always a better idea than staying in a, a state uh, that, that, that's run by those who want to control our lives. Yes. But I will say this. I'll give one bit of hope, and that is 
uh, I do believe that, you know, in the states that are the swing states, the, the Democrats have identified eight states that are going to decide the election. The, the blue states are going to blue, go blue. The red states are going to go red. But these, these states that are the swing states, that's where the lawsuits are. That's where the organization has to be done to be able to take back those states. These are the states where, where uh, uh, you know, you're, you're talking about less than 50,000 votes in all these states will determine who's going to be the next president of the United States. Yes. And that's where we have to make sure there's election integrity and things are done right. You know, knowledge is key. And I'm wondering in your book, Deep State, 15 Surprising yeah. Dangers You Should Know. You know what I find yeah. fascinating that people don't know? When you see the Transportation Department fine mm-hmm. Southwest Airlines for $140 million, yeah. you know how many people don't know that that bureaucracy keeps 50% of that and only has to turn over 50% to the federal government? In fact, when you look at all of these fines, whether it's Big Pharma, the airlines, even the eco-Nazism, the EPA stuff, these bureaucracies are incentivized to fine Americans and fine American companies because they keep the money and they party like 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 nerds in Vegas, don't they? They do, and it's such a great point. But here's the thing we have to recognize. Under President Obama and continued through uh, 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 Donald Trump's uh, presidency and then reinforced under Biden is that these deep state operatives, these deep state bureaucrats, they basically are ideologically driven. They're not trying to make better oh. government, better department of, of transportation or better anything else. They're trying to transform our culture and our politics. Yeah. And so in this election coming up, whoever the, the uh, Republican nominee is, their number one goal has to be to dismantle the deep state bureaucrat yeah. structure and clean it out. And, and, and do massive changes, and they can't make it a secondary issue. It has to be primary. Yeah. You know, Craig, when you write your next book, I'm hoping you do something on Obama, because being from Chicago, it's a fascinating thing. Here's a guy who was three months late on his car payment, right? An absolute, I'm not kidding you, absolute bust out. The way that he bought his property here is riddled in scandal. It's got a greasy real estate Democrat by the name of Tony Resco at the root of it. He bought property in the wife's name, transferred it to the Obamas. And just eight years later, the guy buys Magnum P.I.'s robin nest and has $100 million in, in real estate. Only in America, baby, could that kind of political thievery be accepted. And it all stems from the hub of the communist capital, Chicago. So I know yep. it's, it's a long title, but you can narrow it down. He is Craig Huey, co-founder of CraigHuey.com. Or I'm sorry, he is the founder of CraigHuey.com, a voter's guide, political website that offers the Huey Report. I highly recommend you check it out in his books. Thank you, Craig, for joining me. Thanks, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. (laughs) 
It is indescribable for a family who is not able to feed themselves, who is not able to eat, to suddenly be told that this is something that is going to be possible for them. Not just one meal today or deciding who eats today where we have situation. It is that all persons in the family is going to be eating. I'm telling you, that will be a celebration. 40 years, 17 different countries, $15 billion in aid. Feeding life-sustaining food to tens of millions of people. That's what Food for the Poor is. Proud to be joined by Paul Jacobs of Food for the Poor. Paul, how are you? No, it's great to be with you, Sean. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. You know, it's it's something to witness with all of the turmoil in this country. If it wasn't for our welfare system, what would people do who are strapped by this kind of insanity that destroys the quality of life throughout the nation, let alone throughout the world? And the reality is they'd starve to death. And it's only through organizations like yours that people without the infrastructure of welfare actually stay alive, isn't it? That's exactly right. I mean, anybody in this country, myself, starting with me, uh, that has gone through hard times in your life, you understand that this, the greatest nation on the face of the planet, have what we call safety nets. Those safety nets are truly a life source, not forever, but to get people off their, you know, off their knees and back onto their feet. My father, a single father working two and three jobs. Quite frankly, Sean, growing up, it was very tough. We had times where we didn't have running water. We didn't have lights in the home. But my father knew that there was going to be a day where if he just worked hard enough and those those aides that came alongside, in our case, it was Gardens Baptist Church that came alongside my father to help him through that. And I am a product of the hard work and the safety nets that were made available. But these families, they don't have that. And that's why you're needed right now. And, you know, it's fascinating because I'm aware I'm hyper when it comes to the uh, economic effects of our nation. All right. So I'm aware of exactly the cost of failure, of, of corruption, of squandering. And I'm well aware that we have 20 cents per dollar less buying power than we did just a few years ago. And that's going to get worse. But still here, it's better than ever. And when you look at what you do with the money, I'm just fascinated. $80, two kids for a year. I mean, it's fascinating. I've got two kids right now that I can't buy pizzas for and appetizers for $80. How in the hell do you do that? Well, let's look at how Food for the Poor has been ministering and working for more than 40 years. It starts with ministry partners, trusted, vetted partners that do what they say they're going to do. On the ground, being the distribution points, once that food gets in the countries like Haiti and like Guatemala or Jamaica, there are also... There's no there's no tax or tariffs that we are being charged. We're a ministry organization, an interdenominational ministry organization that we help because of the gospel, not because of what gospel you you subscribe to. We help because of the gospel. And then lastly, it's our you know, it's really those of you that help us. We have partners that donate food. We have ministry partners that come alongside and pay for the fuel costs. And it keeps these 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 costs so low. So $80 now effectively will provide because there's a match in place right now with 5 days left before the Christmas holiday. There is a match that your $80 gift will save two children with food for an entire year, two meals a day in fact. You know what else is uh, unbelievable that you deal with is you make it sound so nice, right? You're, you're going to give some money and, and wonderful people who believe in God go get the food and they bring it. But that's not the reality of things. You're dealing with some bad caballeros. You're dealing with murderers, with mayhem, with gangs from neighborhoods to countries. And that's the part that 
fascinates me, how you navigate that and how you stay in the mix. Well, so many other places pop up after a national disaster. They raise a few hundred thousand, then they disappear. You don't know what happened with the money. You've been doing this for 40 years. Do you actually have relationships now with guys who are stone bad hombres, but they still recognize what good you do and they let you operate because you helped them at one time in their life? I'm curious. That's a great question. You know, one of the things that we've experienced, I have personally seen myself, is that there are communities that are literally surrounded by you know, bad hombres. Let's just call it that. Yes. Okay. Some bad dudes. Yeah. And, and those individuals understand the mission of food for the poor like nobody else and allow us to come in to do the work we're going to do. I was in a community in Haiti once and I remember we were there delivering aid and also meeting with the community leaders because we were going to actually move those families out that were in decrepit homes and get the rest of those families food. We were told by the community leader, there are gangs on their way here now. Mm-hmm. We need you to leave. And we stayed there to make sure that we met with all those families. There were no gangs that showed up. The fear was was baseless because the, the bottom line is Food for the Poor has been doing and working in these communities for more than 40 years. And we'll continue for another 40 because they understand at the end of the day, it's their children. It's their families. It's the future of their communities. And so we've got great relationships with the people that are benefiting and they understand the work of our partners on the ground. I ask you this because uh, I had some work done on my car the other, this is a couple weeks ago, and I had to take uh, a lift. Mm -hmm. I normally don't do it. I had the app and I order a lift and the guy pulls up and he is Haitian. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's a refugee. And he says right out, there's nothing. There is no quality of life. When I come here, every day is a blessing because I have the ability to eat. He was explaining to me in where he's from, there is nothing. He said, like, American minds cannot understand the true absence of everything, of hope, of business. He goes, it's just a miracle to look at people that achieve. Where I'm from in Haiti, there is none of that. And you've been doing this for how long specifically in Haiti? Uh, We have been working in Haiti almost, this will be our 40th year. We've been ministering to these families 40 years, four decades of work in some of the most desperate and the most dangerous places. I've been there. I've been in communities where yeah. we have to get police escort or we have to let the the officials know we're coming in because we're going in to do the work and provide. And I love that story because you paint the picture for your listening audience. All of you listening right now under the sound of our voice, you're hearing Sean explain, explain from someone who's here now by the grace of God, but understands how desperate the need is and why your gift of $80 or your business benefactor gift of $2,500 helping 62 children with food every day for the next year is so desperately needed with five days left before the Christmas holiday. There can truly be a celebration because of you. So a gift of any kind, a call to action, 844-862-4673 or visit 560theanswer.com slash food for the poor. And Paul, I want to thank you again because really, um, I just love what you do. I love that you do it and I love the fact you've been there for four decades and you've seen it all from scam artists pop up, pretending to want to follow through on a mission of true charity, and in the meantime, you never wavered. You're the one that delivers. I so appreciate that of you and the people at Food for the Poor. Thanks again, Paul. I appreciate it. Thanks, Sean. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Yes, sir. All right. We'll be back with your calls and comments. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die. 
on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. You know what I love about these Democrats? Love it! Look at you slaves! Look at it. Ed Burke laughing. At 50 years, Mike Madigan knuckling everybody under, shaking down ComEd. Where'd the fine go? Oh, Illinois got it. The same cohorts of corruption. They got the money, and you got stuck with the bill. Now, half of you, you can't wait for Ed Burke to get off, because I know some of you are probably the hookers he used to enrich on the weekends. The others are the barbacks he tipped. In the meantime, he walked around like Sam Giancana, nothing but a $2 whore in a $5 world, and he's going to walk. And you're the same idiots who are cheering that a guy who's never been convicted of insurrection is going to be taken off the ballot. Yeah, you, you guys think you're succeeding. You couldn't live without the, the honest work of people like me, the decency, the charity of honest people. Your whole scam exists on nothing but corruption. That's why I keep voting for the union thugs. You're really fooling me. Mitchell in displaced. You know what I love, Sean? The uh, biggest problem Colorado faces is that the fact is Trump never got, you know, you know, he was never committed for an insurrection. No. He was never charged with an actual insurrection. First of all, every one of the judges, every one of them are Democrats. Every one of these rat moron frauds misusing law. All Democrats, like the two that sit on the LLC that have made money because people lose their house in Ed Burke's district, they, they steal the money at tax auctions, they make a fortune, and they're judges. They're judges. Right out in the open, baby. Do you know the last time someone was charged in United States history with an insurrection? It was 1961. It was our good friend General Walker, the same Oswald that shot at General Walker yeah. from the, you know, the Birch Society. In 1961, he incited an actual insurrection on the campus of the University of Mississippi in Oxford because James Meredith was a black Air Force pilot that wanted to enroll. So he brought a hatchet and a uh, high-powered rifle, sounds familiar, yeah. and he incited an actual insurrection, right, on the How many high-powered rifles did the protesters at January 6th have? How many high-powered rifles? Zero. Zero. Okay. So it's an insurrection without a weapon. And you know what else surprises me? Do you remember in 1954 uh, when the Puerto Rican Marxist communists shot actual congressmen? Do you remember that? I mean, how, how could that be that that's not, those guys were not charged with an insurrection. They actually shot congressmen. In the meantime, in Washington, D.C., ruthless, fanatic violence erupted in the halls of Congress. Three men and a woman believed to be members of the Puerto Rican nationalist gang that in November 1950 attempted the assassination of President Truman opened fire from the visitor's gallery of the House of Representatives. Five congressmen were hit. Ben F. Jensen of Iowa, Clifford Davis of Tennessee, Kenneth Roberts of Alabama, George H. Fallon of Maryland, and Albert Bentley of Michigan, who was seriously injured. And you know what's funny? They were the, they were the beginning of uh, the FLAN, and Barack Obama pardoned the FLAN members. That's, that's, that's the perfect circle of the Marxist mafia. Now step and fetch and vote for a Democrat. After all, you guys are perfectly happy with this dimwit in diapers. I know I don't look it, but I'm around, I've been around for 400 years. <laughs> I want to say one thing to your children. Uh-oh. I know some really great ice cream places around here. Stay away from the kids and stop showering with your daughter, sicko. Kevin, Austin, Texas. 
You always make me laugh before I get on. <laughs> Sean, you do a fantastic job of demonstrating how corrupt Illinois is because of the Democrats. You know what? Back in two thousand, after the two thousand election, they almost won in Florida. They almost got away with it. If it wasn't for like a, the guy who's a state senator now who was involved in it. Uh, that was Cruz. the hanging yeah, Chad back then. Yeah, the hanging Chad and all that. Ted Cruz was involved in that. And it was because of people like Ted Cruz, and then he inspired people to get involved at the precinct level in Florida. And that's why it did take a long time, but Florida was eventually able to change. I love the fact that you had Craig Huey on, and please don't cut me off. Craig Huey on, he was talking about people have to get involved. If people start getting involved in Illinois at the precinct level, you can flip Congressional seats six, eleven, fourteen, and seventeen. Dude, it does. I mean, you you saw you saw what happened when this slob, the trust fund right. baby without a neck, the f- the guy who could make a toilet disappear in one squat. Of course, I what did he what win? Happened. Two? What did he win? Two counties? Three counties? That's all you need to win. So yeah, you got Cook, you got DuPage. What's the other corrupt one? Where the Democrats control? In the meantime, you got eighty percent of the state. They don't want to be in the mafia. It took it took twenty years to flip Florida. I like those it. guys Florida from Elmhurst. Is, and the thing is, now I'm in I'm in Williamson County, uh, just outside of Austin, Texas. It was one of the most conservative uh, counties in Texas. We, unless people like me and about twenty other people got involved in the precinct level, they wouldn't have election integrity right now. Yeah, we- yeah, because Democrats steal, they lie, they cheat, but they cut a lot of people in on it. In fact, uh, a lot of guys. Go along with this. Pretend Ed Burke's a man and Mike Madigan wasn't a thief. We'll be back probably after they walk. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson, and this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little... The only way this country will ever be brought down is from inside. Because what this country is, is more than land. It's an idea, an idea of the Enlightenment, an idea of freedom. What we are witnessing is the American Dark Ages, as more and more citizens are willing to give away that freedom. The sad part is half of them don't even know why. If effective means you need four doses in less than two years and it still doesn't control contraction or transmission of the disease, if that's what effective means, what does safe mean? Absolute fraud that we've lived through over the last three and a half years. My next guest is... More knowledgeable than many, if not most, on this topic. He's a doctor. He's also the author of The Legacy of Jihad, The Legacy of Islamic Anti-Semitism. He's an author, a medical doctor, retired associate professor of medicine at Brown University Medical School. He is Dr. Andrew Boston. How are you, doctor? Good, Sean. Good to be with you. Well, last time we had you on, it went very fast, and we were talking mainly about the 7th century inbred barbarians that are destroying the quality of life everywhere around the world. This time I want to talk about the insanity of Americans, not only bending knee to fascism, the likes of which none of us even imagined, but the lack of curiosity in something called the vaccine that I find outrageous, and I now find out you gave vaccine case testimony. Yeah, yeah. Um, Last week, uh, 
you know, I, I, I can speak in general terms about it because uh, for once we had a sympathetic judge and um, I don't want to do anything to. No, to I don't want to get you. In, I don't want to get I, you in trouble. No, no, I, no, I think, I think, I think, I, you know, I think there's some basic uh, information that um, my, my job was essentially to educate the judge, you know, the, the opposing counsel, I learned during uh, my my brief cross examination was uh, uh, it, you know as, as uh, what what, what it, um, it was it was a, it was the late Robert Conquest who who described uh, people that are that are quote impenetrable by fact. Yes. So I, I I wasn't I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna do anything for him, but um, uh, no the the judge you know given that it's uh, like I'm used to dealing with the judges in Rhode Island and they they were they were doctrinaire they. They were blinkered. They wouldn't listen to anything. But we had we had a similar case. So this this case in, in just basically involves um, two adolescent boys. Uh, it's a, one of these sad divorce situations. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the the parent who uh, who I'm supporting um, did not want the kids vaccinated. Both of both of whom have had COVID. Uh, her, uh, the spouse wanted wanted them vaccinated. Um, and it's, you know, it's, uh, the parents do all kinds of things to each other in, in divorce situations, yes. which have nothing to do with the children. And, but, but the, but the bottom line was I, it gave me an opportunity, uh, Sean, to just walk through, um, the, the approach you would, you would take the evidence-based based approach to, to, to vaccination, which begins before, you know, you would even, Consider the, the the pros and cons. In this case, mostly the cons of of, of vaccination, and it, it it dealt with things that you know people are just not familiar with. So, um, you know how how serious is this disease overall, and particularly in children? And so, you know, we we have we have a basic metric for that. It's called the infection fatality rate or ratio, and it's very simply. The number of COVID nineteen deaths, and and that that can be difficult to determine too, Sean. As yeah. you may be aware, I mean, oh, there's so many incidental deaths that get lumped together. But be that as it may, it's the total number of of COVID nineteen deaths versus the versus uh, oh, divided by the total number of people infected by by SARS CoV two by 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 COVID, and that we get from looking at um, population based antibody data. So, uh, you know, there are so many asymptomatic and mildly infected people we learned that you really have to look at these uh, population-based samples uh, to see how many people developed antibodies. Um, And so, for example, you know, when CDC did surveillance in my state, in Rhode Island, it turns out by December of uh, 2022, 100% hundred percent of the kids had been infected. Uh, yeah. That was the CDC's own estimate, and and so these rates are very very high across the country. Um, but when you look at when you look at um, at at deaths that are attributed to COVID, and again that's a, 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 a that in and of itself is typically an overestimate. And then you look at age groups. Um, you you find that even with the worst strains, with the initial strain out of out of Wuhan and and the and Alpha and Delta, the the infection fatality ratio was was strikingly low. It was very much comparable overall to uh, two of the um, recent history flu pandemics that we had, uh, the one in 1957 um, and the one in 1968, and and that's about that's about um, 0.3%. So, 
uh, you know, three three in a thousand. Um, and 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 it follows with age very, very strictly. So if you look at at at, at the, the group that was uh, affected, and again, even here, it's probably an open estimate, but the numbers, you know, we just have the, we have to work with the numbers we have. If you look at if you look at nursing homes uh, and those over seventy, it it could be as high as four point five percent. That that's high. That's that's four yeah. and a half people per per per, per hundred. By the time again, this is with the worst strains, and this is with considerable overestimation. By the time you get down to the age group that's 0 to 19, it's 0.0003%, or 1 in 333,000, basically. Um, and that was for the worst range. You cut that, divide that number by three again, uh, which becomes about one in a million uh, since Omicron, you know, since, 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 the, since the virus really, you know, attenuated, got less, got less, got less deadly, less virulent. Well, um, and that, and that when you can think about Sean, when, when 94% of the world's population is less than 70. And if you just look at that entire age range of, of zero to 69, it's about 0.1% this infection fatality ratio. Um, so it tells you that if there's going to be any focus in, for disease prevention, whether that's through whatever hygienic measures, uh, uh, or ultimately in the case when the vaccines became available, a vaccination. This was such an age stratified, risk stratified disease that that's where the entire focus should have been. Absolutely. Instead of these, instead of this, instead of instead of mass vaccination of the population, all the ridiculous draconian measures that were imposed. Basic epidemiology would have told you, just as the people, just as the you know the very thoughtful and and decent people and bright people promoting the Great Barrington Declaration said from the ver- from the get go. And and by the way, Sean, that was just basic epidemiology of infectious disease. Period. Like like you're taught in medical school at the most basic level. You um, you you don't impose draconian measures for a respiratory virus. First of all, they just don't work. They they can create hysteria. These were all the warnings of the epidemic pandemic planners um, of about from about as recently as 20 years ago. But beyond that, when you look at, 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 at SARS-CoV-2 at COVID and you see this tremendous risk stratification for the for the highest risk population, if you're going to engage in any more heroic measures, you target them, period, period. And what you're doing is the perspective that was never given, was never even given the light of day or the opportunity. In fact, that perspective that you've articulated over the last couple of minutes is something that was censored nationwide, worldwide. However, the fact of the matter is we're still strapped with the power structure that is in in very specific areas around our nation doing it again. It was yesterday. Philadelphia said we're not going to have school anymore, so they're going to double down on stupid. And the funny thing is, is that you're witnessing in real time the strength of fear and the power in fear-mongering. What's shocking to me, and I'm curious to know your thoughts on it, is the ability of the citizens to avoid knowledge, to avoid perspective, which is what you have to do at this point, right? We're three years into the mayhem and the nonsense. But here's something that's fascinating. Arguably the most hated president in American history is the same one who is responsible for Operation Warp Speed, which is, to my knowledge, the first time in American history a vaccine was was manufactured, produced, 
and not really tested in record time. And the people that hate him the most are the very people that are insisting I, who supported him and refused to put it in my body, am stripped of my American rights to not put it in my body. Do you find that perplexing? Uh, yes, it's, 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 it's nakedly, transparently uh, political, Sean. That's all that is. And it's power. It's, a, it's, a, it's, about, it's about power. But, but I, would, I, would just, I would just correct slightly. The, yes. the, um, in 1957, uh, you know, with, with, with that era's technology, and it, and it was just as ineffective as the COVID vaccine, by the way, we, we did mass produce a vaccine uh, for, for what was a, a, a Hong Kong flu that came over and tried to and, – and, and, but there – it's very different. They, the, the, the people that were thought to be at highest risk, uh, one group I think they got correctly, the other group I don't think was, was, was really at high risk, but the elderly were, were thought, and maybe, and maybe like you know, newborns and, and the very, very young, were thought to be at, at the highest risk. So they, so they, got, they got vaccinated. Um, it took some time in that era to travel over here. They had a little bit of a heads up because it, it started in Hong Kong and came over with, um, with, with our Navy servicemen. Um, but, uh, yeah, that would always produce really fast and, and it just didn't do anything. You know? so what's and, interesting- and, and that's the, and that's the story with respiratory virus vaccination, Sean, that's a, that's yep. a 70 year, 80 year history of futility. That was the other thing that we, that we just <laughs> discarded. You know, what's interesting. I'm, I'm born in the late sixties and when I was growing up, there were the, the babies that were born that were given the vaccine that was steeped in, uh, is it thalidomide? Is that how you say it? And there was a a, a a very bad reaction in the sixties, mainly in Europe. Oh, but- oh, oh! Thalidomide, thalidomide was yes. The thalidomide was thought to be a very safe. Um, yes. I believe it was some. It was like a sedative uh, that 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 uh, could be given to to women even during pregnancy, and then it turned out to cause horrific horrific um, horrific birth defects. So you know, Doc, I, I, when I was a kid, this was a a scandal. And I remember yeah. it being where my parent, my oh. mother and grandmother and aunts and, and, and whatnot were, were, it was the talk, right? So that generation, my generation, was very suspicious of vaccines. And it was interesting, as I had kids, I was very suspicious. And they have that very heavy vaccination schedule that they implemented in the early 2000s, and I fought it. And it was kind of a right. nouveau thing that people did right it was a big thing in hollywood they were not vaccinating their kids there were actresses that promoted it and it's funny when donald trump who i didn't like for many years when donald trump was running he had mentioned this and it had a lot of support from the so-called left in this country where it was one of those things we could agree needed more research i have never seen such a complete 180 and what I'm looking for is the perspective that you're building, that you're I, giving. I think, I, I, think, I think what happened with Trump, honestly, is that because you saw, you know, he retained some of his uh, more libertarian uh, uh, traits when it came to other aspects of, of, of COVID. Like what I just mentioned to you, he understood the, the, the risk stratification. He understood that this was not a disease that was affecting young people. Mm-hmm. I think what he got caught up is, is personal. I mean, he was seeing... You know his age cohort um, get get affected by it, and 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 there was some fatalities uh, in in his in his own circle, and yeah. I and I think it terrified I think it terrified him, and I think it really warped his judgment at a at a very visceral level. Um, you know, but, but regardless of any excuses, I mean, yeah. you know, it it, it was it was um, 
he behaved badly uh, when, when it came to this. And he's still he's still very reluctant to to uh, accept the reality of, 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 of the vaccine and still, you know, occasionally you'll still hear him burst into how, you know, it saved 100 million people or, or some ridiculousness like like that. Yeah. So he. He, it's 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 been imprinted on him, you know, like like imprinting on 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 newborns of uh, of, of various species. You know, they'll right. just, he just keeps following the mantra, you know, that 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 he did something wonderful and he did it in you know in in, in miraculous time. And you know, it's it's a very it's it's a look, Sean. There's something wrong with the with the platform itself now because the mRNA platform. Yes, because we just had a trial. I don't know why an, an artist there were doing this, but there was a there was an mRNA vaccine for the Epstein Barr virus, which, which causes mononucleosis. And so, at least they did the right uh, target group. They targeted adolescents, who those are the ones who get mononucleosis. And uh, and they and they stopped. Thank God, they went back to like you know Regular. good safety practice. They stopped the trial after a hundred. I think it was only in phase one, phase two. They stopped the trial after about 150 kids had gotten the vaccine because one case of myocarditis popped up. Uh, and, 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 and so since you're not producing the spike protein with this vaccine, it's for Epstein-Barr virus, um, it tells you that maybe there's something wrong with the whole platform, with the, with the formulation, the lipid nanoparticles, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, that there's something basically uh, amiss with the with the with the platform, and um, you know, uh, but at least they acted quickly, and 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 there was a moratorium on this trial. I had, uh, but there are other vaccines out there using this platform, and I think you know, I think it's, uh, I, I think I think all these trials need to be reevaluated. I've had Doctor Malone on my show three times. He said the exact same thing very early on, and it's really. He's one of the, the, the founders of the technology. What people don't understand, too, is that worldwide, this is a bigger scandal than it is in this country. I uh, monitor Dr. John Campbell in uh, Great Britain, and there is unexplained uptick in unexplained deaths, the likes of which are virtually unprecedented. There's settlements in Australia for people who have been vaccine harmed. Do you think it, 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 it will happen here eventually that, that Big Pharma will have to admit there's a problem? I don't know because they they have these shield laws. It's it's really problematic. But but we do have we do have a compensation system in this country. It's just it's just got awful though. It's really bad. They hardly um, they hardly have produced any claims. And you can go to the, you can go to the website and monitor how few claims have been uh, have been um, you know have 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 been paid out. Uh, during during the the, the COVID uh, uh, period, and and you know we've had massive numbers of people vaccinated. Um, so I I, don't, I think I think they, they've got to get rid of these these shield laws if they're going to do anything about that. There were a few doctors, a few thousand that stood up against it. It wasn't just the the Great Barrington Declaration. There were still some, but there were some repercussions. In fact, there were, were organizations that targeted doctors that spoke against this. However, uh, history has a way of vindicating the people who were persecuted. Do you think that, that we have that to look forward to? Because obviously this evidence is undeniable. Do you think there will be more doctors like yourself that have the courage to testify and, and speak out against the government-approved opinion of things? Um, I hope so. I, I mean, uh, you know, I was in a good position because I was I was trending towards, you know, retirement, and, and I, you know, I was just basically doing some research and, uh, and, 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 you know, formally retired during, during, during COVID. Um, but there were a lot of vulnerable people 
that um, that basically went along with this insanity because they would have lost their, their positions uh, and, and, and people and people who, who accepted the vaccine so that they could continue to work in not just in health professions in all kinds of professions. Yeah. And and to, and to me, that's the that's the real injustice. But 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 getting back to this case, I mean, there is there is absolutely no data to support vaccination of children with this vaccine. I mean, as the even with the most virulent, most deadly strains, um, you know, the, the 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 number of deaths truly attributable to COVID in children were were minuscule. Uh, and uh, you know, we had that. The other thing is people. Sean, people ignored basic real life experiments. Look at the experience of Sweden. And I always yes. bring this up in any of the cases where I, I'm asked to testify. Um, in the first wave, the most virulent wave in Sweden, the schools were kept open for face to face education. Uh, the Scandinavians, to their credit, don't believe that masks do anything. So if anything, they discouraged masks uh, on, on children. I think I don't think they prohibited them completely, yes. but they discouraged them. And so most, you know, so, you know, 95 percent of the kids are going to school up to age 16 face to face with their teachers, no masks. Yes. Um, out of out of almost two million children, there were 15 kids during that whole first wave that were hospitalized. Um, about a third of them had very serious chronic comorbidities and there were zero deaths in children during yes. that first wave. Uh, and the teachers as a profession, so the, the teachers interacting with them on a daily basis, face to face without masks, um, they had, if anything, average to lower than average, um, uh, you know, uh, ICU and hospitalization uh, admissions for COVID during yes. that period. So well, there was this natural experiment which said, wait a minute, let's let's, you know, let's put the brakes on the hysteria. Uh, and and face reality, particularly with children and young, healthy people in general. Yeah, no, I love it, and I love the fact that you know Scandinavian or Swedish are are basically Vikings. My grandfather from Norway used to say Swedes were the Vikings; they couldn't cut the physical training, so that we sent them to Sweden. So the good news is they're good-looking people, and they don't like to cover their face. Chicago Democrats, on the other hand, Doc, I don't know if you've been to Chicago, but they should all wear masks, regardless of any flu or whatever ear it is. However. Dr. Andrew Boston, what I love is your fact that the fact that you have the courage to stand on issues, stand on principle, on reason, on fact, and give the perspective that needs to be given, whether it's your position on the legacy of jihad and the books you've written, or it's this particular uh, issue. I really, I really love the fact that you're brave enough to keep keep doing it. Is there anywhere my people can go to keep an eye on you? Do you have a website where you write about your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just, um, it's just andrewboston.org. That's that's where everything sort of funnels through whatever I'm blogging about, whether it's, you know, whether it's the global jihad or or, or COVID issues, you can you can find everything there. And then and then, you know, in, in little in little bites, I, I put things out on Twitter and that's just at Andrew Boston. Thank you so much, Doc, for making time for me. Really, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Take care. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. You know what's funny about Democrats? Ah, the outcome of the ghettos they live in, it's always funny. But the how willing they are to be constantly lied to. Here's a guy who's a Democrat, and he replaced Joe Biden. 
His name is Chris Coons. Do you ever see this guy? Chris Coons from Delaware? Here, he sits on the, he's the vice chair of the Senate Ethics Committee. And every time he opens his mouth, it's an absolute freaking lie. President Biden has been committed to improving the security of our border and ensuring we have a legal and humane immigration process. He called for it in his State of the Union speech. Senate Wrong. ethics. Here he is again. Another topic. Same lying bull dunk coming out of his mouth. By the way, if you've ever seen him and you're walking in a park and he's sitting on a bench with a, with a trench coat on and you've got your kid, hold your kids close. So whether it is a court that determines he's unfit to hold office because he took up uh, force against our uh, Constitution or mobilized a mob against our Constitution uh, or because the electorate throws him out, uh, I don't think it really matters if he's unfit to hold office. Um, We should all be encouraged by any action that makes it less likely that he will return to the presidency. And by the way, these are the same idiots that not only voted for for uh, uh, Senator Coons, but the senator scumbag Joe Biden, whose brother is worth 60 million. What's his job? Bagman for Joe Biden. We have him on tape for decades as a traitor to our nation, selling out to enemies, foreign and domestic. And yet somehow Trump is not eligible to run for president. Huh? Tom in Blue Island. Hey, Sean Dittos, the biggest fail of the Trump presidency, the that joke, last year. Operation Warp Speed. Guys like us in our 50s were told for for our whole lives that medications had to be uh, studied and tested for 20, 30 years before it was safe for the public. And, and after six months, we're told that everyone's supposed to take this. And then on top of it, Trump indemnifies the people making it. Yeah. Biggest fail of his presidency. He got suckered, Sean. I couldn't agree with you more, but my favorite part about it is all of the tr- never-Trumpers and the, and the Democrats who hate him walking around promoting that Trump juice in their arm. You got the Trump juice, you moron. Now you got the Jimmy leg, the Bell's palsy, you're flipping around. Not me. Jerry, Western Burbs. Hey, Sean, just out of curiosity, are you a betting man of sorts? Oh, I like to bet. Bet, 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 bet. What do you want? You got some action? Okay, what do you I need? I there's some pretty good odds because I don't know if you noticed uh, the, the ComEd 4. Yeah. Uh, the folks that were convicted. <laughs> They're going to get life. They uh, want life. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, my wager would be that their sentencing just is going to get delayed. Because it wouldn't make sense to sentence them to prison or fines or slap on the wrist or don't do that again if Madigan walks. No, brother, that's exactly how you work it. So I'm covering whatever action you want, and I'll tell you why. The guys who work for ComEd, they're already found guilty. They're definitely going to get a tremendously harsh sentence. And the political whores, the Democrat mafia, the politicians <laughs> like Madigan and Burke and his creepy staff. Did you ever see that creepy staff of Madigan? Did you ever see that little tiny bald guy? Oh, what a creepy looking son of a dog he is. That guy, they'll never get a day in jail. Not a one of them. They're going to walk and well, skip through the tulips. They they'll be in Dublin. Yeah, well, don't worry. Madigan's not even going to come for trial. He'll do Zoom from Dublin, his castle with the little tiny countertops. In the meantime, the ComEd guys will get life. You're covered on that action, kid. You just name a number. I hope there's a comma in it because I've got a very expensive <laughs> lifestyle. Thank you very much, Jerry. Cream Puff Jim, what do you want to fantasize yeah. about there, Dopey? Yeah, Kitty Land. Kitty Land. Kitty Land. There was, 
I want to see how they got your big ass in and out of the train. You're the reason you couldn't go through the tunnel. I used to park there all the time. Like, it went to Maywood. Anyway, but the EU. Just my first girl there. I think I was in fifth yeah, grade. Go ahead. Look, I love you. God, love you. 50% of the cars in the EU are electric. Right? We're 9%. 50% of the cars in the EU are electric. <laughs> And by 2035, they'll all be electric. And you, you, the beauty of this, my brother's a master electrician. I asked him one day, what about these charging stations? Yeah. He goes, those, those are a piece of cake. If we had any connection to the city, we can, we can make a bundle. Oh, I didn't even know yeah. what he told they me. They spent a billion dollars. You know how much? How many they made? One. A billion dollars. <laughs> there's one. That's Democrat efficiency. What, what, there's a lot of Teamsters walking around with stretch marks, though, going, hey, where's the electric station? You guys are a walking punchline. I swear to God. You Democrats, you're walking punchline. Uh, we got some more stories of successes. Here we go. A Philadelphia LGBTQ activist is facing some disturbing charges this morning. She was arrested for sexual assault of minors. They're- he keeps calling her she. It's a man, baby, dressed as a woman who raped 13-year-old kids. And you're still going to call her. This idiot who's calling himself a reporter is going to call this rapist, a man rapist dressed as a woman. He's going to call her she the whole time. 37-year-old Kendall Stevens had a preliminary arraignment last night. Some of the charges include rape, assault against a person less than 13 years old, and endangering the welfare of children. Her next court hearing is... Turns out transvestites uh, who rape kids, they do endanger the welfare of children. You know why? They never paid attention when we were kids. See the difference between these two dogs? Rose is a dog that was born a dog. And Bob Dog is a person dressed up to look like a dog. See, Bob Dog is standing there in a dog costume. Much like the man dressed like a woman is standing there in a woman costume. Only one's a real dog. Boys are boys from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Girls are girls right from the start. That's the way it is with many pretend characters like that. They are. You know, an- you know another telling sign, Squirrel? Girls or women cannot rape children. Not with a Schweinsteiger. See, because only men have a Schweinsteiger. Mr. Rogers knew that. Cool. Inside big costumes. I realized no matter if I would have gone every surgery, continue with hormones, I realized I would have never been a woman. Children don't start out one thing and then change into another. Dad, I'm trans. No. A girl baby doesn't change into a boy baby. And a boy baby doesn't change into a girl baby. Now if we could get Mr. Rogers to give an economics class, maybe we could straighten these Democrat sewers out. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting, sexist pig, and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. Tis the AM five sixty. The answer. Come on, squirrel. Can we get another hour? Ready for another hour. Ralph and Rantoul. 
Sean. Good evening, and Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Merry hey, look, Christmas. When I was a when I was a little boy, yeah. I didn't even know how to pronounce the word heterosexual, nor could I spell it. But when I was watching Batman rerun, reruns, and I saw Julie Newmar come on as a <laughs> as a Catwoman, yeah, you felt a little something, didn't you? I thought. I thought, I don't know what my little heart is telling me, but I want that when I get there. Yes, and stop rubbing the couch. I get you, Ralph. Uh, she did it to all of us. She was a sexy son of a gun boy back in the day, wasn't she? Of course. But back then, nobody would tolerate, even anybody you knew. That's your uncle dressed in your aunt's clothes. That's not acceptable. Oh, no. And whatever you do, stay away from the children. A Philadelphia LGBTQ activist is facing some disturbing charges this morning. She was arrested for sexual assault of minors. Gee, shocking. Uh, David and Lansing. Hey, Sean. Uh, great show. I'm glad you continue to have guests on that talk about the fake gene therapy for $75 a shot. That's actually causing some damage here. Major damage. Did that. you know that there's so much technology that they don't know that's in that mRNA? that there's even a mimicking to DNA in it. That's the mRNA. And, and, and they have no idea the repercussions that they're doing. And it's funny when you f- reflect back to uh, uh, Senator Ron Johnson, who gave a format to women who had been harmed in, their, in, in, in everything from menstruation to all kinds of issues, and all of that isn't getting any coverage anymore. But yet those tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of women who are still experiencing that, they're completely ignored. From what's I, I from the a, effects? I, I have a solution here. Republicans are good at pointing out what's wrong, but not good at doing anything about it. Here's what I propose. Everybody listening that disagrees with the vaccine and the mandate, look in your portfolios. If you see these companies, sell them. Oh, Pfizer, yeah. MR, you know, uh, Moderna, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson. David, you know Biden. what I want to do with my show is let people know who have been trapped and, and have gotten used to Chicago clout and the mafia kind of way of ruining things and intimidating you to let you know that there are 21 states that fight to this day to make sure that the doubling down on fascism and corruption will never happen again. Because, by the way, David, that's going to happen hardcore after, after Christmas. You mark my words. To, They're going to come hardcore. To fund them. Yeah. Defund the vaccine, the vaccinators. Defund them. Well, you know what would help? Thank you very much for the call. What would help tremendously is if Trump would address this issue. Now, granted, he's got a lot on his plate, but he's also got a lot of people on his side that he may be unaware of. Um, and I'll tell you, somebody who could talk about the fraud in Big Pharma is a fraudster in Big Pharma who's getting a lot of attention. But I'll tell you what, he's setting an example for how people have to fight back against a corrupt mafia system. They have just tried to bar President Trump from the Colorado ballot using an unconstitutional maneuver that is a bastardization of the 14th Amendment to our U.S. Constitution. This was a provision, Section 3, that was designed to bar Confederate members, people who switched to the Confederacy, from actually being able to serve. That's very different than what's at issue here, to say the least. This is a hollowed-out husk of what the country was built on. The basic principle that we, the people, select our leadership, not the unelected elite class in the back of palace halls. That's old world Europe, not the United States. You know what's interesting to me is how quiet the media is in a story that should be on the forefront of every news story. We've got another nightmare scenario, potentially, Katie Lines, for this administration. NBC reporting this morning 
just a bombshell story. The Chinese President Xi Jinping bluntly told President Joe Biden during their recent summit in San Francisco that Beijing will reunify Taiwan with mainland China. This because Xi Jinping is Joe Biden's paymaster, boss. There's a reason that the communists gave him tens of millions of dollars. And he's delivering every day as he weakens our nation and strengthens theirs. We'll be back in 21 hours to fight him again. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.